Welcome to the Gravity Technique podcast. My name is Kaz and I'm the creator of the Gravity Technique, which is a bridge between the face-meltingly boring science world and the practical application of how your body actually works. I've spent 20 years researching anatomy and movement so you don't have to, and this podcast is where I deep dive into debunking, de-jargoning and myth-busting some of our most common ailments. So, if you're ready to feel empowered and take responsibility for your own health and well-being, let's get started. So welcome to this week's episode and this week we're getting up close and personal with your tennis ball. So if you have a tennis ball to hand, go and grab that now. If you have a therapy ball, something like that, it's around around tennis ball size is what we're looking for. So I've been asked recently all about sort of shoulders, stress in the shoulders what do we do to support ourselves when we're desk sitting? And I've said before that there was a quote uh, from a, a well-renowned scientist where he said that sitting is the new smoking. And sitting can be the new smoking, but we can quit smoking. So it's a little bit unfair because for a lot of us, we have to sit at the desk as part of our daily activities to bring money through the door to keep a roof over our head. And, you know, Sitting at the desk, working on the computer, that screen usage for most of us is how we connect with the rest of the world now um, for our business enterprises, but also socially as well. So how do we support ourselves better whilst we're engaging in this activity is probably the question that I would like to bring in rather than just, you know, things are bad or wrong. How do we support ourselves better while we have to do these necessary activities? And something that you can have to hand at your desk, and this is something, you know, I love gravity techniques that you can just button into your day-to-day activities. They don't take very long. They're not too difficult to do. You can just, you know, bust them out at certain points throughout your day and they just help your body to keep moving and keep working in a way that keeps you pain-free. So, What happens when you're sitting at the desk? Well, the head goes forward slightly and your shoulders come up around your ears. So what we've been told or what we've been cued to do is now drop our shoulders back away from our ears. But in actuality, that doesn't really work because we drop the shoulders down away from our ears um, and two seconds later they've gone back up and we're wearing our shoulders for earrings again. So a really good fascial release way or a way of understanding how the body works with regards to our connected tissue body is that your shoulder blades are connected to your collarbones. So with that in mind we've now got a horseshoe clip that surrounds your shoulder and they facilitate the movement for your arms. So as your shoulder blade goes up your collarbone rolls downwards towards the front of your chest. And if your shoulder blade goes down, then your collarbone rolls up towards your chin. Now, the collarbone roll thing is a little bit extreme, but, you know, it's, it's they, these are micro movements. But actually, in our mind's eye, we want to imagine the rolling of the collarbone. So collarbone into Greek is clavicle, back into English is key. So we want our key to be turning in the lock. And it's a great visual representation for us to have um, of how the collarbones are working. If your collarbones are buttoned to the front of your chest, 
because you've been leaning forwards looking at the desk and the connective tissue there isn't as slidey and as glidey as we would like it to be, then your shoulder blades have to move far more than they actually do. I'll say that again. If something doesn't move, something else has to. And in this case, if your collarbones are buttoned to the front of your chest, then your shoulder blade has to overmove to facilitate the movement of your arms. So with this in mind, when we pick up our tennis ball, the first thing that we go to roll is the hurty bit, which is top of the shoulder, back of the shoulders, you know, round where the shoulder blade is. And whilst it is nice, and this is a nice little tip for when you get home, it's a bit like, it's called Baloo the bear move. <laughs> but if you put your tennis ball on the wall behind you, between yourself and your body, at shoulder blade height, you put your uh, tennis ball on the inside of the shoulder blade and you just like Baloo the bear um, rubbing up and down against his tree, you do the same with your tennis ball um, on the shoulder or inside of the shoulder blade and you'll get all into the rhomboids and, you know, those nice muscles in there, you know, the knotty ones when you go for a massage, those ones. And it's just a really lovely self-massage um, movement that you can do. Don't forget to do both sides. We have a good side and a better side. There are no bad sides where the gravity technique is concerned. We don't deal in badness, bad sides, wrong sides, damaged bits, all of that stuff. You've got a good side and you've got a better side. But what we're really interested in when we've been sitting at the desk quite a lot is that your head is going forwards and your ribs generally are dropping into your tummy, into the solar plexus and we have this lovely round shape. And the tendency that we have is that we're going to pick ourselves up from the back of the head and we're going to try and lift our shoulders. But actually all that does is create more tension in the in the top of the shoulders, big trapezius muscles, which are these lovely... Um, triangular shaped flag type shaped muscles on the back of the body and a lot of the time they are too long uh, rather than uh, short and they are too long and they are too tight. So really interesting thing to note here is that your muscles give off the same pain signals regardless of whether they are too short and too tight or too long and too tight. So if you've been going for massages for your shoulder pain and it gives you some light relief but it's coming back in a few days, this is why. When you fall or if your child falls or if you fall or you bump yourself, the instinct that we have is to rub it better and a lot of the time that's what massage does. So if your muscles on the back of your body are too long and too tight, we're massaging them um, in order to lengthen them out but if they're already too long then we get some light relief because it's rubbing it better but it's not getting to the root cause of what is causing your shoulder pain and it's not fixing it. So here at Gravity Technique we like to get ourselves pain free so that we can go for our massages as a general maintenance or just because we enjoy it. And it's a slightly different approach to our mass massage. It makes our massage a preventative measure rather than um, a fixing, something that, that comes in as a quick fix when we're, when we're in pain. Because we want to be looking after our health and well-being as just our general self-care. And we teach a lot about radical self-care here. So 
you know, how are you looking after yourself? It isn't just floating around the bath once a week. It is having your regular massages, having your regular acupunctures, whichever your chosen modality is. But if something isn't being remedied by your chosen modality, then we haven't got to the root cause of what's causing it. So back to the shoulders. If the muscles on the back of the shoulders are too long and too tight, we need them to be able to go back to their appropriate length, which is slightly shorter, which means we need to find the short and tight muscles. So the short muscles are on the front of the chest and they're usually pinning the collarbones to your chest. And the collarbones can't roll properly, so the shoulder blades and the muscles on the back of the shoulders have to overmove in order to compensate for the lack of range that's happening on the front of the chest. Now, ladies, we've been a little bit um, pulled around by this because obviously we've got the breast tissue on the front. So after the, you know, all of the scandals that have happened over the decades in the exercise environment and the, you know, all the different exercise environments. I'm not going to name and shame or point or anything like that. But because of that, particularly in female led modalities, we don't talk about the front of the chest enough because the boobs are on the front and we don't talk about those and we don't point at them and we don't look at them. And we don't focus on that area at all. Same as we don't deal a lot of the time with groins, pelvic floor, um, you know, the upper side of the adductors and the inner workings of the legs, basically, because our sex organs are there. And we don't talk about those either. We don't go near them either. So it keeps lending us, you know, we're missing out on vital muscle structures within the body because you know, we're embarrassed or we're prohibited to go into those areas. So really important one that. So when I went to, um, when I lived in China for a couple of years, um, I, <laughs> I had an altercation with a great flying oaf in a bar one night, right before I was due to fly out to Thailand. And uh, he was a little drunk and he crashed into me and, um, you know, bent my shoulder into some very odd position. And, um, I had to, I had to get on a plane so I couldn't I couldn't stop to in I didn't have enough time to repair myself. I got down to Thailand and there you're really lucky if the, you know they give the the poor westerner some paper knickers to put on cuz basically massage is naked. So the lady has a look at my shoulder. Yes, it's very damaged. No, it's not a problem, she tells me. Um and she massages all the back of my body, my arms and, you know, all up into my neck. And then she says, now lay on your back. I was like, great. <laughs> so, you know, put my white female embarrassment to one side and just, you know, just go for it. I trust this lady. She's going to she's going to sort out the shoulder. So and she got really into all the sternal fascia, every structure underneath the breast tissue that needed so much help to be able to heal and I have to say within a week shoulder was healed all sorted out and I haven't had any problems with it since so this is where our remedial massages and our remedial fascial release work can really assist us 
can really aid us. But also we have to be prepared for ourselves to get up close and personal with ourselves and go into places that we, you know, (laughs) might not let anybody else go, put it that way. So anyway, I mean, I've had children now, so I have no dignity left. (laughs) But, But, you know, for those of us, you know, I lived in China a long time ago, so back then things were a little different. So, but getting into our bodies, becoming okay with our bodies, becoming comfortable with our bodies and looking at them as working as the holistic whole is key. So back to our tennis ball. What do we do with our tennis ball? So the first thing I want you to do is to just bring the tips of your fingers onto your collarbones and just identify where they are. Top of your ribs, front of your chest, they're these lovely um, horizontal bones that are pointing out to the edges of your um, shoulders and pointing in towards your throat. So with the fingertips on there, you can just notice that if you press into your collarbones and press them up very gently towards the top of your shoulders and just allow them to slide up towards the top of your shoulders you'll feel the shoulder blades descending the back of the body you'll feel them dropping down the back of the body so this helps us to feel the connection if you put your fingertips over the top of your collarbones and just pull them down towards your tummy and this is very gentle movements, just the collarbones that we want to move, the ribs don't move, you'll feel the shoulder blades going up the back of the body. So just taking a moment just to identify that movement. And it really helps our brain to make those lovely connections for movement. And you can really start to feel that your collarbone and your shoulder blade are inextricably linked completely linked to each other and they are affected by and of each other. So what we're going to do now is we're going to take our tennis ball and put your tennis ball at the centre of your chest, underneath your collarbone. And this is a very gentle movement. You can affect the tissues all the way through your body with the gentlest of movements. We do not have to go in there ham-fisted and beat the hell out of our bodies. And I know this because one of my friends is a deep tissue masser and she gets asked all the time for, you know, this very vigorous, quite hard um, massage. And actually, you know, we don't we don't need to do that. It doesn't affect the tissues any differently than going in there being gentle. So we're going to roll our tennis ball from the well of the throat underneath the collarbone out towards the edge of your shoulder. So out towards the top of your arm and just noticing how that feels. Now, it might feel a bit stiff and sticky in the tissues, but we don't worry about that. We just go gently and we can just roll backwards and forwards and just get to know your collarbone, get to know how long it is and get to know whereabouts it sits at the top of the chest. Now, if you are suffering from a collarbone break, whether that's now or whether you were a kid, there are lots of kids that came off their bicycles, busted a collarbone, um, So you might find that the tissues are a little bit stiff or sticky here. So just work with what you have. And then the next time you come back to the centre of your chest, we're going to pop up over the top of the collarbone, onto the top of the collarbone, and then we're going to do the same movement. So we're just rolling across the top of the collarbone all the way out to the shoulder. And just rolling backwards and forwards 
and just noticing how that feels. And again, it might feel a bit stiff and sticky in places. Notice what's happening as you come in towards the center of your um, back towards the throat area. Notice what's happening in the side of the neck. You might feel it as far up as your ear, something like that. So the next time you go out to the edge of your shoulder, so you're at the top of the arm, you can then roll your ball up the side of your neck to behind your ear. So there's a lovely line there. You just allow the ball to guide you rather than you guiding the ball. Muscle, The line of the muscles will guide you. And we're just allowing the ball just to roll up and into behind the ear. So behind the ear, we've got the um, occipitals or the occiput, which is the sugar spoon on the back of your skull. So you're around the base of the skull those bobbly bits at the base of the skull and just noticing how that feels and you can just have a roll around with your ball allowing the muscles to just relax here noticing where you run into resistance and we come all the way back down the shoulder to the tip of the shoulder and then back along the collarbone back to the center of the chest and then we're going to work on the other side so we go underneath collarbone at the throat area and just rolling your collarbone, rolling the ball along the underside of your collarbone out to the shoulder, out to the top of the arm, that wingtip area and just going backwards and forwards along there just gently and just noticing what's happening in the front of the chest, maybe into the underarm, something like that and then we're going to pop up over the top of the collarbone to the throat area and then out to the wingtip and again the two sides will be different we've got a good side and a better side so just noticing noticing how that feels and then when you're happy with that we're just going up the side of the neck to behind the ear into the bobbly bits at the base of the skull there and again, the two sides may feel a little different. So just noticing what you've got here. If it feels a little bit tighter on one side and the other, that is not licensed to get in there and roll the ball harder or you know, go in there and beat it up because we just we want to create a balance in the body. So we're even pressure both sides, even rolling both sides, and they, they will sort themselves out. So the next time you come down from your ear, we're going to come out to the edge of the shoulder, top of the arm, and then in across the top of the collarbone, back to centre, and then just placing your tennis ball back down. And then just giving the shoulders a nice roll. Let the shoulder blades go up and down the back of your body. Notice your collarbones. And just feel, how, does they, how do they feel? Do they move a little bit more than they moved before? How do your shoulder blades feel? Give your head a woggle, it's a technical term. Or just notice how your head feels. Is there a bit more space at the top of the neck? And notice how the tissues at the side of your neck feel. So as always, give it a try. It's a practice, not a perfect. If you are sitting at the desk for long hours at the moment, have your tennis ball with you in your drawer or just hanging around your desk area somewhere and you can you know, bust this out at lunchtime or on your break and just help to keep those tissues mobile and moving so 
if you have any questions, pop me a message over at gravitytechnique.com and we would we love to we love you to be here listening so please do have a like give us a like give us a comment and a share and uh, prevent us from going into the podcast ether and being lost forever so thank you so much for listening again i hope you found that useful and uh, i'll see you on the next episode take care